What's up, bikers? I'm Robert, and this is the Biker Bar Podcast live stream episode 113. I know that this is the midweek, early in the morning, not the normal time, but maybe it works out better for some of you somewhere that you can actually jump in and watch this one. And if not, you can always catch it online and uh, watch it on YouTube or listen to it on the podcast. This is kind of an exciting show today. This is our first international podcast that I've done. Um, I think that's kind of rad. There's actually another one coming up in a few weeks too. So that's neat. Neat to be broadcasting with somebody on the other side of the planet right now. That's pretty cool. Anyways, if you guys could do me a favor and swing by my Instagram, it's at bikerb1, so b1kerb1, and give me a follow over there. It makes me happy to see those numbers rise, and you guys can get some, some cool little tidbits about the channel and uh, what's going on for free. So you can do that on Facebook if you're over 40. <laughs> Otherwise, you got the Instagram, get after it over there. If you guys haven't subscribed to this channel, hit the subscribe button. It means a lot. Same thing with the thumbs up. I mean, every YouTuber says it and it gets redundant to hear, but honestly, it helps keep me motivated. And I really enjoy seeing that number rise as well. If you guys are listening to a podcast, do me a favor, write a five-star review. That would be awesome. Those are fun to to read. I, uh, last time I was on there, though, I haven't seen one since like December. So one of you guys, one of you guys could be the one that actually goes out there and writes the review. That'd be, that'd be super cool to see. So I'll swing by maybe in the next couple of days and see if one of you guys did it. That'd be cool. Anyways, let's go ahead and get started because today is going to be a short show. So I'm going to bring George back on. How's it going, George? Hi, Robert. Um, thanks. Everything everything good here? In Vienna? Everything's going good there. So I was saying this is international. You guys are in Austria, right? Exactly. Yeah. Tulito is a Vienna-based company. So we're uh -huh. based in, in Austria, in Central Europe. So for me now it's um, 7 p.m. time. Yeah. But I'm yeah really glad to be at the show. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So 10 a.m. here and 7 p.m. there. That's pretty rad. So and it's um, you guys are in the middle of your ski season over there then, huh? Yeah, actually now it's um, skiing season. That's true. So a lot of a lot of people like skiing in Austria. So we do have the Alps. It's a really uh -huh. skiing paradise. Yeah, I've been and, over there. I skied in the uh, Arlsberg area. Oh, yeah. Serves. yeah yeah it was super rad it was like i remember going there and the, one of the guys we had like rented an rv and we were just hanging out drinking beers after skiing all day and one of the guys that we met was like you could ski a different run every time for like a week and still not hit everything mm, yeah that's true there's a lot of <laughs> yeah a lot yeah. of nice slopes here mm. yeah pr pretty crazy do you ski too or you just ride bike um well Sometimes I do ride a snowboard and uh -huh. I do some, sometimes I try ski mountaineering. Uh -huh. So yeah, but actually I prefer riding my bike. That's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. You and me both. So a couple of years ago I bought new skis and then I didn't use them for like two years. So <laughs> we have good weather here in Northern California. So, so you're the yeah. marketing PR guy for, for Tubulito. Can you tell me how you guys got started? Yeah, um, of course. So uh, Tubulito was founded in 2016 uh -huh. and um, it was founded by two former colleagues, um, Akash and Christian. They were colleagues um, before um, founding Tubulito and uh, they worked in a loudspeaker industry. So probably you might ask yourself, OK, what does a loudspeaker have to do with a bicycle inner tube? Uh, because Tubulito right. produces bicycle inner tubes. And um, there I come to the point that uh, within loudspeakers, there is a membrane 
And this membrane needs to be very light, very robust. And um, yeah, it's made of a very special material. Um, it, it's called TPU. And Agnes and Christian, my colleagues and the founders of Tobolito, they had the idea, okay, this material is really, it's really strong, it's durable, it's light. Um, actually, all these um, things you need or you want to have at a bicycle inner tube as well. And yeah, they did some research, did some engineering and um, found a way to um, manufacture a bicycle inner tube made of this material. And that's basically how Tubulito or the, the idea of Tubulito was born. Like in yeah, 2015, the, the idea arose and 2016 Tubulito was, was founded. That's pretty crazy. I, I've seen the, 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 the um, product on the market for a while, but I would have never guessed that it had something to do with coming from like loudspeakers, <laughs> that industry. But when you're explaining that, that totally makes sense because mm -hmm. I mean, obviously that has to be a membrane that, that, you know, flexes a lot, you know, constantly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And um, if a membrane in a loudspeaker breaks, um, the, basically the loudspeaker cannot be used anymore. So it needs to be really reliable. Right, and right. Christian, they are passionate cyclists themselves. They thought, okay, that's, that's a really... It would be a good idea to make a bicycle inner tube of. So were they into mountain biking or were they into road biking or? Uh, well, they were more at uh, mountain biking. Oh, wow. Okay. Because there is a, like, I think on the website, it says that your, your membrane is also like a lot more puncture resistant than, than the normal one. Exactly. Yeah. That's the good thing about our tubes that basically they combine a lot of advantages. So they're very small and light, but at the same time, they are very robust and especially against punctures. They are very robust, so it's um, quite unlikely to puncture with one of our products. Uh, much mm -hmm. more unlikely than with a standard um, inner tube. Although our products are, are way lighter, so they combine a lot of a lot of good things. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so you guys have several products as well, though. So you have tubes that are for road or like gravel bikes, and then also mountain bikes. But you have, mm -hmm. um, if I remember correctly, it's like different different weight classes or something like that or what's the difference in the products that you guys offer yeah exactly so we started with the mountain bike tubes mm -hmm. but uh, right now um after um, almost six years of tubulito we basically cover all bicycles that you can imagine so we do have products for road bikes cycle cross gravel bikes um, but also what we call non-performance bikes just like cargo bikes so with a cargo bike you don't really care about being um faster from yeah or uh, having a very light bike but you just want to um, be, be safe on the street and don't um, don't have a flat tube so basically mm -hmm. we do cover all these bikes but apart from having um, products for all categories we do also have different product lines so um, as the material can be really um, optimized for for different use cases um, we found that it would that it makes sense for us to have uh, for example road um, uh, tube for road bikes so one product line that what which we call the tubo product line is uh, more or less optimized for a very high puncture resistance so it's very unlikely to get a puncture with it it weighs about 40 grams our tube so it's way lighter than, than um rubber tubes mm -hmm. what's and, a, what's uh, just for like people that don't know how many grams does like a regular tube weigh well a regular rubber tube for road bikes is about 110 grams so, oh, um, wow. So it's like yeah. over half half the weight. Yeah, less than half weight, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's, that's crazy. 
I brought some for for all people um, that are also watching the show. So um, that's a like like a standard inner tube um, for right. road bikes. So you know, it's like about 110 grams. And this is our Tubo Tubo Road product, which weighs around 40 grams. So like you see, it's way smaller. Yeah. So for lighter. people that are listening, the one that's the regular tube in his hand, it looks like probably about the size of a baseball because it's rolled up, you know, like how, how you would roll up a tube normally. And the other mm -hmm. one that's rolled up is not much bigger than like a ping pong ball. So it's like really yeah. a, a big difference in the amount of space that it's going to take. So whether mm -hmm. you're like somebody in the comments mentioned, it's perfect for a hip pack or like even on the road bike, like having it in the little small tube compartment or like exactly. the specialized yeah, bikes, they have the, the little cargo spot. I can't think of it with a SWAT box. You know, yeah. So, exactly, yeah. so but although this this product is um, very small already, it's uh, twice as robust against punctures as, as uh, standard tubes. But then we thought, okay, there is people even like uh, looking for more performance and um, having an even lighter and smaller tube. So we um, came up with a even smaller and lighter <laughs> product line. It's we call it the S tube product line. So um, yeah, you can see it's uh, even even lighter. So S Tubo Road weighs only twenty three grams. Yeah, this so other one that he's holding up now looks like it's about the size of between like a quarter and a half dollar for us American people. I don't I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty small. So that it's, one it's, though is still um, more puncture resistant than a regular tube. Well, that's um, concerning punctures. It's um, the same resistance as standard tubes, but obviously you save a lot of a lot of weight, a lot right, of space right. in the saddlebag if you carry the spare tube. And um, also the rolling resistance is very low. So there is some people really paying attention to rolling resistance, especially right. road cyclists or time trial um, riders that want to yeah, be the fastest on. So uh, you said 20, 23 grams as compared to just roughly about 110 grams is that one. Mm -hmm. So, and where people, I'm sure some people are like, well, how's the tube affecting rolling resistance? And essentially what you're talking about is weight of the wheel, right? Yeah, the, the weight of the wheel, but um, also the rolling resistance. So it's, um, the rolling resistance is, um, there's a lot of, um, like the, the, the tire is very important for, mm -hmm. for rolling resistance, but also the, the tube, even though it is within the tire, it's very, or it's still important. And it's a big difference if you use a standard inner tube or our product so you see that you can save save watts using um, our product compared to to a standard rubber tube so is it something other than the weight that contributes to that because that's like uh, can you explain that i'm not sure how I, i'm having a hard time understanding that <laughs> yeah I, I mean frankly speaking i'm not a technician um, here yeah, yeah. so i <laughs> can give you the, the perfect physical details on how it works but yes yeah. it's um it's something different um the weight so it depends on how the, how the tube flexes so we see that the uh, a soft material uh -huh. does have uh, a little um less rolling resistance as a not as soft material so it depending uh -huh. on like if the wheel goes and the, the material bends or you need right. to yeah needs to roll um it's basically better. because it's like less because it's it's more pliable then it's like less friction or less like energy that's used to move the tire so that helps as well as kind of what you're saying then exactly exactly that helps as well and, and um also because of the, the wall thickness of our tubes and especially from the s tubo product is very very low so it's a very thin product that helps as well so there's less material that needs to 
flex when the wheel mm -hmm. rides so that also helps to keep the rolling resistance low yeah yeah that's that's really interesting so that one you said weighs like i want to say you said 23 grams 25 grams exactly it's 23 depending on the whole length but what was yeah. the regular one how much did the regular one weigh the regular um like our regular one the tubo pro the tubo yeah tubo rolls, um depends depending on the wall length it's around 40 40 grams so like if i was getting a, a mountain bike tire it's about 40 grams then for that tube well um the mountain bike um our mountain bike products they, they weigh a, a little more because obviously the, the tires are, are broader right so right. um it depends if you're choosing s s tubo mountain bike or tubo mountain bike so tubo uh -huh. mountain bike is around 85 grams but you uh -huh. get um, the double puncture puncture resistance mm -hmm. and s tubo mountain bike is around 45 grams depending on the wheel size you have if it's either 29 mm -hmm. or 27 five inch and yeah 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 then you but are, i mean either way it's still like considerably lighter than than what you would be carrying otherwise exactly it's very light um yeah saves a lot of space in a saddlebag because don't you have Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to say that, um, especially for mountain bikers, our product um, or they really like our products because of the, the pack size. Because um, a regular rubber MTP spare tube is really huge, actually. So you almost uh, need a backpack for carrying it. Yeah. But our product is so small, you can just put it in the pocket, carry it with you, and then you're you're safe. Yeah, it is super small. I was I just recently had to buy a new tube for my bike because um, whenever I, I use tubeless, obviously, you know, mountain biking, but um, I was carrying an extra tube because those those moments happen, you know? Yeah. And um, <laughs> lo and behold, the last time I tried to use it, it, it had a hole in it. <laughs> it was I think I must have used it too many times or we must have pinched it whenever we were putting in the putting the tire on or something like that. So. I had to replace it and I was looking at, at your product and um, it's so small. I don't even feel like, like it wouldn't make sense to use my strap that I use for, for the, the tube. It, yeah, actually, especially S2 more MTB is already too small for being used yeah. with a strap because you actually can't really uh, tie it to the bike anymore. But yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like my strap would go around so much that the Velcro wouldn't hold. So it would look like mm -hmm. It would have to be re-engineered to actually hold your product on there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And I think you guys have, don't you have also have a like the stem removed somehow or something like that? Exactly. Yeah, that's for um, S2 MTB. Um, mm -hmm. where we also thought, okay, there is a lot of people um carrying a spare tube. And as I mentioned before, what they are really looking for is uh, the small pack size, but they want to to have the the tube um, as small as possible. And um, what we, um, yeah, what, what we figured is that it was also useful then um, to have the to have a removable wall stem, because um, our tubes are already so small that um, the, the the wall stem is actually the the biggest part of it. And to have it, um, yeah, very like to achieve the smallest pack size, we made the wall stem removable, so um, it's even it's even um, smaller yeah, and smaller, yeah. easier yeah. to pack in a in a backpack or yeah so is that just is that like a certain line that has the removable valve stem or is that all of them no that's that's just a certain line that's just s2 mtb um, uh -huh. designed for the smallest pack size so that's so that's the thin one as well then 
Exactly. That's the thin okay. one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you want the removable valve stem, you have to buy the, the super light one. But if exactly. you want the regular mm -hmm. valve stem, then get the other yeah. one. Actually, I do have one here also, so I can show it in camera. So you see that's S2 MTP for 29 inch. So you see it's a very, very small tube. And um, usually all our, our all our valves are orange as well. But for S2 MTP, it's a black valve extender. Mm -hmm. And you can just unscrew it. And then the pack size is even smaller. So you don't have to yeah. take care of the of the valve. You can just unscrew yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the valve. So, so people that are not um, watching, there's like a little bit of an orange. Like the the tube itself, all their tubes are colored orange. So you, if you've seen them online, if you've seen an orange tube online, it's theirs, because there's nobody else that has that. And then um, the stem itself was um, most of it was black, but there was a smaller part on the bottom that was still orange. So I would assume that orange part would though be inside of your rim, so you wouldn't see it. Yeah, you hardly you hardly see it. It's basically inside the rim, and it's just um, where you can screw the valve extender on. Mm -hmm. sort of yeah, like yeah. So does that um, like when you're buying for a mountain bike? Most of my my listeners are mountain bikers, but I'm sure a lot of them as well road bike or or you know cross or something like that as well. Um, what like is, is there different sizes like for a smaller tire, or is it basically like one mountain bike tire is good up to like 2.6 or how are, how are they sized? Mm -hmm. Well, regarding the tire width, um, we do have basically two two products. So the one I think um, fitting for most tires is is made for width from 1.8 inch until 2.5 inch, and then for all tires being broader than 2.5 inch, we do have uh, the Tubo MTB Plus, um, and they are made for tires from 2.6 to 3.0 inches. So depending on the on the width you need, you can choose between two. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because um, the material the tubes are made of, it's um, quite, yeah, it, it's very flexible and it, it, it can stretch easily. But um, there is a point where um, if, if it stretches too much, the material gets really thin and it, it could get more likely to be punctured or a little bit more fragile so um, mm -hmm. we thought okay we make um two two product lines and um for the for the plus tires um the product is uh, is broader so the material doesn't need to stretch that much so that's the right uh, it's two i usually carry a 27.5 um tube on my my bikes just because i don't um they're lighter and even if I have a 29-inch wheel, I'll just carry a 27.5 because you can usually just stretch it on there. Can you still do that with your product or is it going to not like... Because usually I'm just using it to like get out of a pinch, right? I, I just mm -hmm. need to get back to the car or whatever. It's not like I ride tubes typically. So would that mm -hmm. be okay for that? Well, we do not recommend it because... Um... Uh, yeah, it's it's easier to mount a 29-inch tube in a 29-inch wheel, but yeah. still, yeah. it depending on the on the wheel and the tire width, it it, it can be possible. So, uh -huh. if you like want to try it, then actually I think it can work, especially if it's just like an emergency tube that yeah. you want to want to mount um, and just get home. I think in most cases it will work. But basically, yeah. if you want to be yeah. on the sure side, we recommend choosing the right tube for the the right 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 totally I, I i understand what you're saying there so that totally makes sense do you guys think that you're gonna make a product to like put it on your bike somehow to like carry yeah. it 
like uh, right. something where you could just, you know, strap ah. it to the bottom side of your seat or something like that. Yeah, actually, there are some thoughts regarding this because we get this this question quite a lot. So people say, okay, it would be like a perfect product if there is some kind of strap or some kind of small bag. So we do have some ideas and uh, yeah, working, yeah, working on here. that. <laughs> Maybe some combination uh, with a pump or the cartridges that you can use or tire levers. So yeah, yeah. yeah. actually, it's yeah. a question we get we get we get quite a lot because it's. Yeah, as you said, uh, like the normal, the normal tube straps are not really working for our products. Yeah, no, it's just like way too big. So I mean, if I yeah. put a, even if I was to put like a, let's say I I took my my tire levers, I wrapped your tube around my tire levers and put a CO two on my frame. I don't, I still think the strap would be too long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's just like your your tube is that much. It's that small. It's really. Uh, yeah. It's really kind of it's crazy to to see how small it is compared to comparatively to, to anything else. And you guys don't really have anybody else that's in the same market as you, other than like it's pretty much a, everybody else is just using regular rubber, right? Uh, well, Tugulito obviously is the um, the brand with the, the most experience, and mm -hmm. uh, we were the first um, having a um, great product range. Um, I mean, what we saw in the last years is that there are some competitors also um, having TPU tubes. And because we see that um, definitely um, rubber tubes, they have been on the market for a very, very long time. And um, mm -hmm. uh, as like bikes in, in all the bike industry, there were a lot of um, developments from different frame materials, different braking systems. But for bicycle inner tubes, for a very long time, I would say for the last 100 years, there was hardly any any new products. Right. And, um, yeah. So we started all the TPU bicycle inner tube market, and uh, for us actually it was not a big surprise that sooner or later there will be other um, brands also showing interest in, in right. having having products. But um, Tubulito obviously is offering. Yeah, most products covering all bicycles and um, not even only um, all bicycles, but also different product types for for one bicycle kind. Mm -hmm. Do you guys sell for twenty six inch wheels as well for like people like yeah. doing dirt jumps and stuff? Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, mm -hmm. we're doing uh, we're offering twenty six inch wheels. Um, yeah, we see a lot of um, I think they're called slope style riders and um, dirt jumpers. So. There's um, some really good good riders, and uh, the feedback we got is that they really um, like the lightness of the wheels when using Tubulito because of all the bar spins they are doing. Um, I think the rotational weight is even more important than riding your bike on ground if you are jumping and spinning your bar. They say yeah. the, the difference is incredible. Oh, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. What you're saying there, mm -hmm. that, that's interesting. Um, what do you what do you think that is um what really sets you guys apart what makes you know obviously you know your, your material and stuff like that is there anything else to you guys that you think is is like maybe compared to like a competitor that might be trying to do use a similar material or something um yeah i mean we are definitely a very innovative um, company so we always try to have innovative ideas so last year, for example, we um, brought a 
product to market um, for MTBs, and we included an NFC chip into the tube. So because we got a lot of questions, what the perfect um, tire pressure could be for MTB tubes. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, we, we got the feeling that a lot of people really pay um, much attention to the tire pressure. Mm -hmm. We thought, okay, it would be a really nice feature to be able to measure the pressure, and but on with a very like very easily. Yeah. So we mm -hmm. um, invented the tube and um, integrated the NFC chip within the tube, so you can't separate it, um, and it's it's in there. But it also means that you don't need any maintenance. So you just mm -hmm. mount it as a regular tube, and then you just need to approach your cell phone. You can download the Tubulito app; it's for free, and you just um, can um, approach the cell phone and with yeah. one within a few seconds, your cell phone says, okay, this um, tube, the, the tire pressure is that yeah, whatever, yeah. PSI or that, that, that amount of bar. So the, this feature, there, there's no other um, company offering yeah. this, this kind of feature. Yeah, that's amazing. So, and that's only in the mountain bike tires or do you do that in uh, the other ones as well? Well, so far it's exclusively for mountain bike tires, but uh -huh. yeah, the, uh, for 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 future, we do also have some some ideas yeah. on having it for. Do you do you think that'd be something that you guys would eventually maybe sell like just stems like that to be um, able to get into like the tubeless market? Because I'm I mean, a product like that I feel like would do really well with with people mm -hmm. that maybe aren't using a tube. That would really enjoy being able to just pull out their cell phone to see what their tire pressure is. Mm -hmm. Well, there is no concrete idea so far to offer stem, but yeah, might be worth thinking because um, I mean, obviously, in in MTB tubeless is very, very popular, yeah. and um, could be a good idea to offer maybe a set of uh, a wall stem for tubeless tires in combination with a with a tubulito spare tube. So that's yeah. I like yeah, yeah. yeah, that, that would <laughs> I'll be talk to my colleagues from R&D tomorrow. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'll expect my check whenever it happens. <laughs> yeah. So, um I I would I think I would probably be doing a disservice if I didn't ask does does any of the like tubeless sealant compounds affect that different material differently? Like do you have to worry about anything with that like it de decomposing the tube or like something? No, actually, the good good news is that uh, the tubeless sealants do not affect our tubes negatively, so you don't have to clean the the, the tires mm -hmm. or make sure there is no sealant. So you just can mount the tube, and mm -hmm. um, yeah, it will it 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 works. So right on. It doesn't, well, it doesn't do any harm. It doesn't do any harm. Yeah, that's good. That's good to know. Do you um what what uh. What do you think are some of the hurdles that you guys have had to overcome to to bring your park your product to market? From like yeah. the idea of it just being you know a speaker to like actually trying to like make a tube, I would imagine that there's quite a process to go through there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to be honest, um, I think the product was very well received from the from the beginning because uh, the advantages are really are really obvious. So mm -hmm. um, I think usually not only in cycling but in life you need to make some compromises and some trade-offs you say okay mm -hmm. i choose option a um, it's better and this and that but it's worse for this and that so there is advantages and disadvantages for for everything uh, for our tubes actually from the very beginning it was quite obvious that there is a lot of advantages not really um having disadvantages 
apart from the price. Mm -hmm. So um, our tubes definitely are um, more pricey than than standard inner tubes. Yeah, so, I think it was um, like I want to say for the mountain bike tube, it's like thirty dollars for a tube, right? Yeah, depending on where you get it, but it's around thirty to thirty-five US dollars, I would say. Yeah. Um. So that that was, of course, uh, a question in the beginning if we can um, offer a tube being like five times more expensive as a as a product that is known. But um, I think actually I've been talking to a lot of people at fairs and at events, and um, even though at the beginning some people say, okay, it's it's a very expensive product for me. I think it's it's not worth it. But then if, if you talk to them and, and explain them, okay, um, if you compare it to a to a rubber tube, yeah, it's definitely more expensive. But if you think, okay, you can save on your road wheel, for example, 80 grams per wheel, and that will only cost you 25 euros or, or um, US dollars, then people mm -hmm. start thinking and say, yeah, actually, if you want to save it um, on a wheel, buying a lighter wheel, it's not like 25, euros more but it's hundreds of euros more right so that's actually yeah an argument that um or not an argument the reason people also are um yeah not shocked of buying um or spending a little more on on our products yeah um, i could see it on the road bikes or like my gravel bike like real easily i, I can justify the price there because it's it's um it's just like what you said. I mean, I know it's going to lower the rotational weight. Um, even on my cross bike, I run tubes most of the time because I switch between my, like I have like skinny tires that are basically like road tires, you know, slicks. Mm -hmm. And then I have regular gravel tires and I just use tubes because I don't want to deal with like the sealant whenever I take the reg the gravel tires off or whatever. And um, mm -hmm. having something that would be thinner, and lighter that i mean and then still like more puncture resistant to me it's like it's a no-brainer because like yeah. what you said i mean just like think about the cost of like a like a carbon fiber seat compared to a regular one it's like you know oh a regular seat's like 30 bucks and a carbon fiber one's like 170. <laughs> you know it's like exactly. a huge difference exactly we did some some research and calculating the um the price uh, of the weight saving of one gram on average on a bike. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's say, um, as, as you mentioned, uh, a seat. So uh, usually it's, I would, I don't know, it's 120 grams, but if you want a seat for, for 50 grams, uh, you need to pay that amount of, uh, um, of money more. And then it said, okay, uh, we did a research and said, how much um, is one gram weight saving worth to the customer? And it's very, very clear that um, for uh, 25 um, euros or dollars, you don't get any um, cheaper weight saving as tubulitos. So mm -hmm. as you said, if, if you're looking for, for a lighter spike, for, for a weight beanie, I think mm -hmm. uh, it's a no-brainer, even compared to tubeless, because you need uh, you don't need any sealant. And uh, actually, you need more, more sealant, or the sealant is, weighs more as our products weigh. So yeah yeah that's that's interesting to think about i saw somebody mention that in the comments as well that you know the the tube is lighter than the sealant mm -hmm. it's hard for me like where i ride we have a lot of like what they call goat heads i don't know what, mm -hmm. what i don't know what they are i would imagine you have them over there too but those things i mean it, 
they they just go through tubes like like nothing mm -hmm. else you know so do you do you flat a lot with your bikes is it um is it an issue i don't because i ride in tubeless but whenever mm -hmm. i did ride, run with tubes i would get flats pretty regularly just because you don't know where they're going to be like on the trail or whatever or even mm -hmm. on the side of the road like you're just riding and um there there it's a big problem in the area that i live in maybe not the area that everybody lives in in the u.s you know so um mm -hmm. But I also and run ride, riding over one goat head would mean okay, you're you're punctured if you're using a tube. So it's yeah, it, yeah. It's but on the other hand, like you know, sometimes that you you have things like that that keep you from considering a product. But if you think about it in like realistically, I mean, okay, yeah, there's goat heads, and I ride my my road bike on this trail. It's called American River Trail by my house. It's paved, and it's like you know. 40 miles long i don't know how many meters that would be but um like how when was the last time i had a flat i don't even remember you, you know what i mean so i i feel like on one hand that you know maybe that's not the greatest you know example but i think for me it's it's harder to like justify on the mountain bike just because man i'd be a I, I would be really afraid that like I'm gonna flat more. You know what I mean? That like I would imagine you probably are overcoming that with with your customers as well, right? That um, they're afraid um, they're flatting more using using tubes as with um, tubes. Yeah, just because like everybody in general, like when we all went to to tubeless tires, we were like, mm -hmm. "This is amazing! We don't get flats anymore." You know, and then to consider, oh well, I could use this other tube that's way more puncture resistant, maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, but then my my tires would be a lot lighter, which I know for a lot of people, like, I mean, not every mountain biker is. Um, concerned about weight but a lot of guys are you know and and i could see yeah. that being an advantage as well yeah i mean it's uh, there's def definitely people that are really that they they love tubeless and it it works for them so um yeah, yeah actually we, uh, we we just see okay um we we don't uh, want to convert you for um, yeah yeah Riding tubes, but um, if you if you're looking for a small spare tube, so we do have a product for you as well. It's not necessarily yeah. only um, either or. So, but you can just say, okay, I ride tubeless, but I take the small yeah. spare tube. But the small um, the small spare tube to me is like worth a lot because I do think about like especially over the last year or two. For for whatever reason, I kind of I've shied away from wearing a pack at all. So I've I've put pretty much everything that I used to carry on, on in my ba like bag on my bike. So you know I have like an EDC pump that has a tool in it, and then I have my tube and my levers and everything. And when I pick up my bike, it's considerably heavy, you know. Mm -hmm. Especially well, also like if I put water bottles on, you know. Whereas before my bike was a lot lighter because I was carrying that weight on my back instead, you know. So you could like maybe the bike doesn't feel as responsive because it's it's a little heavier you know so the idea of being able to cut that weight from the tube is it's it's appealing you know mm -hmm. yeah what um what, what uh do you you guys feel like you're spending a lot of your time just trying to educate your your customers like to understand the value or do you i like i said for the road bike i can see it like immediately you know Mm. Well, I think it depends a little bit. Um, 
on yeah, which which uh, kind of bikers we talk to. So um, there is a different different biking styles. So um, the thing is, uh, we need to um, think on who we talk to. If it's um, people riding mountain bikes, but they really like tubers, so we need to focus on the on the small on the small pack size of the tube. For road mm -hmm. cyclists, um, they well they carry spare tubes, but it's uh, more about uh, performance like at the bike so we we try to communicate okay you get advantages from rolling resistance and uh, the lightness of the wheels so if you can climb the hill faster mm -hmm. um, but i think uh, during the last years we gained some good experience and uh, what features of our tubes are need needed in this in the different biking styles and um yeah even though it's a it's a tube and people might think okay what uh what's there to explain about a tube it's it's yeah. obvious um it is um yeah you need to um have some thoughts about it and uh, yeah we need some explanation that's that's true yeah but, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the other hand, i think if people are really interested and um yeah they're looking for a, a a solution for the problem let's say okay the light spike or whatever so then yeah they find um i think they they understand quite quite soon and easily the benefits of Ulitos. Definitely. Definitely. Where the, um where are they manufactured at? Do you guys make them in Austria or are they made exactly yeah so Ulitos are, are made in Austria. So uh -huh. um it's really that's also a big advantage and it and, and it helped uh, during the last years um because we don't get uh, or we're we're not dependent from any supply chains from Asia. So um we were um able to yeah have them manufactured and um it's yeah totally you took the next question right out of my mouth because i was going to ask how how the whole covid thing had had affected you guys but it sounds like you've been all right with that yeah actually i think it was it was right of course at the very beginning of covid um i think actually the entire world was kind of in shock and uh yeah it was very uncertain on how things will will move on mm -hmm. but uh, it soon turned out that bike industry um is really doing great because okay what can you do if not um going out and meet friends and hang around at bars and restaurants you can just grab your bike and uh, take it mm -hmm. for a spin and, um so it uh, soon turned out that bike industry is, is doing quite well and um more people riding bikes means um, more um, people looking for for improvements on the bikes and then somehow mm -hmm. they yeah a lot of them ended up also for um so did you guys see a, a huge spike in sales as far uh, as like the rest of the bike industry has with with selling bicycles themselves or um yeah we saw some really nice um um interest so lots of people um coming to our website and informing about um uh, tubulitos and also yeah being um very very interested in in, in in two liters during the last year. So development was, yeah, was good. We're um, we're glad that um, how how everything uh, developed. That's mm -hmm. certain. Where where can people buy them at? Is it just through your site or? Uh, well, actually, our main retail channel is uh, via distributors and shops. So um, actually, in many countries or in basically all European countries, at least them um, Western European countries and Central and Eastern European countries, you can you can get tubulitos at, at shops, at local local shops. 
um, also in the US. Um, we are in some in some local shops. Um, there is some online dealers um, also selling our products. So there is big sites and they, they do global global sales or so also, you can find them on Amazon or whatever. Exactly, you can find them basically everywhere. Um, yeah, that's that's. Would there be a price difference between them and going for, from you directly? Is it cheaper if people go through your website? Um, yeah, actually, we, we don't have any, um, or we can't tell the online shops uh, to sell it at a certain price. So it might be that there is some some discounts oh, I see. or some other promotions, and uh, that uh -huh. you can get it the cheaper as the the retail prices. Uh -huh. Sure. So, have you guys um, tried to get to be like an OEM for some like other like big bicycle companies or something like that? Yeah, actually, we we um, are working with some OEMs, and uh, uh -huh. yeah, if you keep keep your eyes open, you will see some orange wolf stems in some in some bikes already. There you go. So uh, we did have some really nice corporations, and I think the last one, um, a new Brompton uh, folding bike, was um, announced. So uh -huh. it was released. Actually, I think it was about two weeks ago, and it's a very uh, light bike. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's one of the lightest, or maybe even the lightest um, Brompton bike. Uh, mm -hmm. And yeah, if you if you watch the pictures, you will see an, an orange Wolfstem. So that's just one um, one OEM corporation. It was the or the, the most recent one, but uh -huh. definitely there is it's some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. That's definitely good stuff. Mm -hmm. Have is there any difference from what you would need to use in like an e-bike? As far uh, as purchasing a, a tube for that, or or does it not matter between that? No, actually, it doesn't matter. You just need to make sure that the dimensions are right, so wheel size and tire width. But apart from that, you can. There's nothing special. Um, there's no special e-bike tube, so mm -hmm. all, all our tubes are e-bike ready, so you can use them. But yeah, yeah, so nothing, nothing there then. Do you guys go to um, any of the like the bigger events in the U.S.? I, I would imagine you probably go to um, what's the big one in Europe, the big bike event that they have over there, Eurobike. Well, exactly, there's Eurobike. Yeah, we yeah. have been there the last years, uh -huh. so we were exhibiting there, and yeah, it was very interesting to be in touch with dealers and having some nice industry talks. Uh -huh. and, um, we attended already Sea Otter. I think it was 2018. Uh -huh. And one of my colleagues went there. And uh, this year, there's also one colleague um, going to be present at Sea Otter. Oh, okay. So that, that'll be cool to see them there then. Yeah. So I'm in, in Northern California. A lot of my listeners are in this area as well. So those of you guys that want to see the product in person, definitely go to Sea Otter. That was, I believe it's like right in the beginning of April, if I remember correctly. Something yeah. Like that. Mm -hmm. The beginning of yeah, April. Yeah. yeah, my colleague yeah. will be happy to do um meet you of course and yeah. um, every everyone um coming yeah, to, yeah. Our, to your booth so yeah do you, I think do you attending, attending such fairs is also very interesting for us um also to get some direct feedback from consumers from shops um mm -hmm. it's very valuable to us and uh, to know okay what um how the market develops what products are asked what features are needed mm -hmm. it's really it's a really great feedback we get. I think the NFC thing is really interesting. I think that's yeah. like really cool because I know a lot of people are very specific about their tire mm -hmm. pressure and um yeah actually um, I, I, I do have a tube here so I, I could show you I just 
uh, I prepared one. So that's a that's a tubulita. Oh yeah. And uh, it's the NFC chip um, for all guys of you also watching. It's uh, it's here, so it's within the tube. So you hardly see it. It's located here, and then you just need to imagine that you just like use it as a as any other tube you mount it, and then mm -hmm. you can just um, if it's mounted you you can download a Tumulito app on mm -hmm. your phone, and then you just need to go and scan, approach the phone. So basically the, the receiver is somewhere around where the stem is. So you just get the, the phone close to the stem, exactly. the app up, and then it brings it up. Exactly. And then it says on the phone, okay, I don't know if you can see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, is sure. seven PSI. So yeah, it's the, the sensor is always located uh, close to the wall because if you if it's mounted, you don't see it anymore. But you know, right. okay, you just need to approach your phone close to the wall. And uh -huh. then within seconds, you get the exact tire pressure that's in it, and yeah. How does that? How does the NFC thing have have, have power? Um, yeah, the good thing about NFC is that uh, the chip, as such, um, does not uh, have any battery. So mm -hmm. the power get um, is from the from the cell phone. Like the cell phone mm -hmm. puts the or communicates with the NFC chip, putting the power to the chip. So. Uh. Um, you don't need to recharge the chip or yeah, it doesn't yeah. have a certain lifetime. So it is it it will work as long as the tube works. Mm -hmm. And it's it's the same technology as with the like debit cards. Right. I think um, many people also use their debit cards. They just they don't uh, put it in a device anymore. They just approach to it and then you can pay without um yeah without uh, needing to put the card in the device. And uh, that's NFC as well. So the technology with NFC chips is is known. Yeah, 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 totally. And we we are the first. Um, or yeah, we. Um, yeah, no, that's it's super interesting. I, I think that it's a really cool idea. I think that I mean, I wouldn't. I don't understand why other companies aren't doing like other like tire companies aren't doing that. Like it doesn't eat, like. There's so many people that either carry a like electric like uh, mm -hmm. tire pressure gauge or I know me personally I would never want to carry a gauge so I'd always be looking for a, a two like a pump that has mm -hmm. a gauge on it and um, yeah. now it's like I, I just had I had to make a compromise whenever I I bought the EDC tool because that that wasn't an option but um all my pumps that I carried before always had always had the gauge in it. It was like really specific, like meant a lot to me, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, no, how, I think it's, how, a, yeah. Is a really, it's a really important topic for um, like for MTB, the tire pressure is really important to avoid um, snake bites, for example. So you need to go with a certain pressure. For right. road bikes, it's important for rolling resistance. So you need to find the perfect pressure. So it's... Uh, yeah, it's an it's an important topic, and um, with our chip, it's it's as convenient as never before. Yeah, I would imagine that. Are, are you? Do you guys think that you'll get into like making making tires themselves, or do you think that you'll stick with just the tubes? Well, so far we will stick with tubes. So uh -huh. um, yeah, we don't have any specific plans for for tires. Yeah, and, yeah, but maybe Valve the are coming soon. Sorry, I said, but the valve stems are coming soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tomorrow, 
first thing in the morning, I will. <laughs> or maybe they, they're listening right now and uh, all, yeah. all really prepared yeah definitely definitely mm -hmm. um is there anything that we didn't talk about that you feel like that you would like to mention well actually i think we covered a lot for being a bicycle inner tube uh, yeah yeah right uh, yeah a lot of a lot of things and many many people are surprised on um yeah what um features a bicycle tube can have so yeah you wouldn't think you know you wouldn't think that there's that that much to be to be done kind of like when you started you're like mm -hmm. it's a tube it just it just works right you know but um i think you made some really good points about how it's something that hasn't been refined in you know mm -hmm. so long and um the cost is is a downside it's definitely you know it, it's it is but I think there's plenty of feature, like plenty of, of reasons to offset the cost. You know what what you said. So the puncture resistance, the weight, the weight difference. Um, the, logically, it's it, it makes sense. So I um I can understand the difference in, in the price. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to to get online with me and, and chat about the product. It's been a lot of fun. I uh, we're just about to wrap up here, and I always ask: Do you watch YouTube? You watch uh, like YouTube channels? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't spend too too much time on YouTube, but yeah, I. Yeah. I always ask people at the end of the show what kind of YouTube channels they like to watch, just because it's fun. It doesn't have to be bike related. But it's always interesting to hear uh, hear what channels people like to watch because uh, sometimes you find out about some new ones that that you haven't mm -hmm. heard of before. Well, frankly speaking, I couldn't really name channels, but what I really like to watch is like sports. So sometimes I just put okay, epic to the front sprints yeah. or races, and then I, I watch what what happened. So I yeah, really yeah, like yeah. some some sports related things. Um, yeah. I just I really listen to music or watch watch videos on, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. So whenever there is a song I really like, I just put it on YouTube and see yeah. a video and like the song. Right Sometimes on, right. I just watch funny cat movies if I'm in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to say before I had a YouTube channel, I thought that's all YouTube was for was like watching cat videos. So I didn't. <laughs> yeah. How, how's how's your story? How did you end up um, with a with a podcast? Actually, what is? Or you know, you honestly, the reason that I started with a podcast is because I wanted to listen to a mountain bike podcast. And okay. whenever I got on the app and I started looking around, the podcasts that were on there were like all super specific, like talking about grams and professional riders and all these things that really didn't like relate. I didn't relate to. I'm not really a person. I've been riding bike forever, like ever since I was a kid. And, you know, I rode BMX and I rode, you know, mountain bikes since the, like the nineties. And, um, I'm just not a person that really cares about who's a pro rider or not really mm -hmm. cares about like exactly how much something weighs or like, you know, what the, what the head tube angle of that bike is and what, what that means in a, like, like a super specific way for me, it's like, I want to know, Oh, this bike rides really good on this terrain. And, mm -hmm. um, um, so whenever I would get to listen to some of these podcasts, they just were 
it was too like it just got in the weeds too much you know and and i was like you know what i want one that's more of a fun conversation of getting to know who the product like the company is or what um makes them different or like how they started and things of that nature you know mm-hmm. and so because of other podcasts that i listen to that are not bike related you know and because there was nothing out there i was like well then i guess i'll just do it myself <laughs> great well that's the right approach if you if you're not satisfied with what what there is you need to do it by your own right yeah yeah exactly so i would imagine that would be the same way that your company started you know yeah. it's like hey this is not satisfactory you know i think this can be better and that's basically you know what you guys did and i i feel like that's what i did so i don't know mm-hmm. maybe some people want to hear all the all the weights and the measurements and you know i'll talk about that stuff a little bit but it's just not something like i'm not a highly technical person you know mm-hmm. and i i'm more about you know my first like real world kind of experience with things i know mm-hmm. just like for example um how many times have you looked at a bike online and you read all the the measurements and you're like oh man it has to have the like 65 degree head tube angle and I, i want this reach and i want this and you find this bike and you think it's perfect and it's got the best color and everything and then you go ride it and you don't like it at all you know yeah. it, you just like numbers mean yeah they, they look great on paper but they don't always like mean the same thing whenever you're actually using it you know that's true yeah you need so yeah well either way like i said i really appreciate you being on anybody that's listening to the show if you um have any questions that you want to throw in the comments below go for it i'm sure i'll do my best to answer them or maybe maybe they'll they'll the, the guys from tubalito will check t- check it out otherwise yeah. give them give them a give them a look man the link is in the show more or in the notes for the podcast you can go hit it up or you can just go to tubalito.com so that's t u b o l i t o.com It's pretty much just spelled phonetically the way that you would expect it. If you're looking around for a tube on Amazon and you see an orange one, it's there. So there you go. That'll that'll be the way to, to check it out. Um, do me a favor. Like I said at the beginning of the show, if you guys haven't given me a follow on Instagram or Facebook, that would be great. Really appreciate it. The thumbs up on the video here, that would be awesome as well. And um, don't forget about that subscribe button because... It makes me happy and I like being happy. So <laughs> if you guys don't want to do anything that that costs you any money or any extra steps, that's pretty cool. Just walk away with one thing. And remember, it only takes a bike to be a biker. So get out and be one.